our special guest, John Halleck, who is the co-founder of the Met Crusaders Group. John, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. Good to be here. Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah. And then we also have Kristen Johnston, who is the chief nursing officer of Massive Bio on the line as well. Um, so what we want to do today is just, you know, talk a bit with John, uh, you know, understand the experience um, that she's had uh, and kind of what what brought about Met Crusaders. Um, so, John, well, let's just go ahead and get started. Um, sure. Yeah, so um, I was dying. Uh, let me start back a little earlier. So I was actually cross training. Um, in uh, December 2017, January of 2018, um, you know, rolling the big tires and, and the ropes and everything, and uh, got what I thought was a cold. And so I went to um, the local clinic, and they thought that I had the flu. And so they gave me um, some antibiotic and said, if you're not better in 10 days, back and CS it. Try something new. Um, well, 10 days went by and um, I wasn't any better. I was worse. So I went back yet. And so this time I had, uh, oh, you have bronchitis. They gave me prednisone. And so I went on that for another 10 days or so. <clears throat> Didn't get any better. Um, and so um, I went back yet and they finally did a chest x-ray and decided that I had a mass in my right lung. Um, and so they um, suggested I immediately get, out of, get a CT scan. Um, what I find was also interesting is nine months before this x-ray, I had another x-ray, and it was clear. So in the nine-month period, so I went to call my doctor and said, I told them what was going on, and, and they scheduled a battery of tests for me in a day or two. Um, all the normal things, head scans, the bone scans, mm -hmm. scans, the scan scans. I think I had uh, all of it. Uh -huh. And uh, it didn't really, uh, they, they did a biomarker testing um, and a biopsy, but the biomarker test didn't come back for a couple of weeks. Uh -huh. No diagnosis without the biomarker. It was stage four metastatic uh, cancer of the bronchus and lungs. Okay. The first of February of 2018. Now, did you request um, the the genetic testing or was that something that was immediately done or what were you familiar with that? Um, yeah, I was not familiar with it. I wouldn't have known to ask for it. Okay. Uh, luckily, I had the right doctors and, and they did the biomarker testing. Um, and uh, it turned out I had met 14 skipping. I found that out about two or three weeks later. Okay. And at the time, the doctor said, well, we really don't know much about it. And uh, so they just treated me um, with uh, chemotherapy and uh, checkpoint inhibitors. I had carboplatin, olympta, and uh, primbolizumab, a computer. So I went on that regime they basically knew everything they had at me um i lost 65 pounds wow here have my hearing which didn't come back 
Um, I have empathy on the bottom of my feet. Um, I've had uh, rim blood cells a couple of times because they got killed. <clears throat> so it was no fun. Um, I looked pretty emaciated at the time. Mm -hmm. um, after about four or five uh, sessions, we took off the carbal platter because it was just too harsh. Uh, it's like a sledgehammer. And continued on with the ellipta and the tuna. Um, with kind of a, a minimal uh, response. I mean, there was a mixed response. And so um, they were, they kept trying. And then, uh, at the end of five months, they said, well, we really need to find something. And at the time, an opening for Cap Magna, which is now Rebecca. And they had five seats, and I was number two. Okay. Trial for part of the first two hundred. Um, actually, why? But you know, the each of the hospitals only had so many seats. Yeah, so that was part of the the clinical trial. Yes, it was. Okay. The interesting part was um, between the time I signed up for the clinical trial or applied, and after my last uh, chemo, all of my tumors shrank about a third. So now it's like, do you go into the clinical trial or do you stay the course? So mm -hmm. the way they explained it to me was that the tumor that appeared to be expanding were actually absorbing their catruda and made them get larger. And when I hit threshold value, everything just shrunk. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You know, like the rebound effect or whatever. Right. So I decided, you know, I can always go back to the, to Olympian uh, Contruda, right? But I can't go on with the trial because it's one of those you either, you're either in it or not. Now or never, right? <laughs> never. So I decided I would go on with the trial. Uh, the drug was amazing. The drug's amazing. Uh, I had, uh, uh, originally, I had cancer in my uh, pelvis, my abdomen, my lungs, none of my brain. Um, but everything started shrinking, and uh, not massively. I mean, I have people at Necrosaders that I have one woman that had uh, brain cancer, lung, and bone, and in six weeks they can't fight it. It's not it. But we've had some cases where it's amazing. Mine was really more slower. Uh, than that, when I have no uh, evidence of disease in my pelvis, my abdomen, my brain, and I have uh, a, a little bit of my right lung. <clears throat> so, so is this what made you create the group Met Crusaders and and start that up? Yeah, and yeah. Well, it was a bit about that. Yeah, not kind of. Yeah, kind of. No, um, at the time, I barely knew what a bio work. Right, I was trying to figure out how to stay alive. My background is primarily in uh, entrepreneurship and building businesses. So they said, "Well, why don't you start a a uh, biomarker group?" Okay, well, I figured out what it is. So I took up the challenge and uh, kind of learned that I went a lot. Uh, 
I found another individual that had uh, a Facebook group. And so I kind of used that as a platform. And I had a lot of people kind of pulled me through it. So it's evolved from the end of April, a year plus ago, um, to where it is today. And so uh, made a lot of progress. Um, and we publish newsletters. Um, we have uh, webinars. I have a webinar coming up on uh, Friday. Um, I spoke recently for the FDA. Uh, we have uh, people from all over the world um, talk to us about you know their needs. We're trying to uh, uh, advocate navigators. So yeah, we're trying to help. I guess. Yes. Is the group specifically for patients with MET amplifications or alterations, mutations, and such, or can anybody with lung cancer join? So no, it's not. It's specifically, uh, it's specifically uh, MET, MET specific, MET 14, we mostly MET 14. Obviously, that's the statistics. MET amplifications, confusion. Um, they may have a... Um, a secondary driving mutation. Mm -hmm. We really focus on MET and MET right. and MET doctors is uh, a handful. Um, we recently formed a thing called the Biomarker Collaborative. There's like 10 groups like this. And then um, we, we work together mm -hmm. uh, on, on larger initiatives, but also I don't have to worry about learning everything about ALK. Mm -hmm. You know, so... We can all specialize, but we can all work together for the benefit of the patient. Absolutely. 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 Well, great. So you talked a little bit about, um, you know, your experience with clinical trials um, and, um, you know, it, it sounded like it, it was, um, you know, successful. Uh, have, how many trials have you participated in? Just that one? I've only participated in one clinical trial. No. However, as um, the, the head of Mac Crusaders, I taught a lot of patients in a lot of trials <clears throat> and know how difficult trials are. We publish a list of clinical trials because, as you know, it's hard to find the right trial. And just uh, last week spoke for the FDA on the decentralization of clinical trials so that we could bring more people into clinical trials. Um, and there are a lot of people being excluded because they don't have geographic access. Right. And that's a problem, you know, that's a big problem. Definitely. Yeah, I know, you know, and, and we are definitely aware of that. And especially here at Massive, you know, we recognize that um, you know, a lot of patients and, and really the education too behind the clinical trials and the treatment options that are out there um, and, and just being able to help the patients find that right trial. And, and even in their geographic regions, you know, uh, with, with what we're able to do with the matching, which you're familiar with, you know, we're able to, you know, uh, search trials within a 50 to 100 mile radius or we can even expand to a 500 mile radius if the patient's willing to travel but really just finding that right treatment uh, for the patient and in that clinical trial is very important um and and still um you know advocating and assisting those patients in finding the right trial getting enrolled and um making sure they understand uh, what they're getting enrolled into 
And I think that's something that we have in common, John, Massabio and Mecrusiders is encouraging patients to learn more and step outside of their comfort zone and and really get all of the information that is needed for clinical trials, for NGS testing, just so that they know all of their options and they know the exact mutations they have as well. Yeah, the clinical trial, the thing that I've kind of learned is the clinical trial is actually for many of us, the preferred treatment plan. And it may be even better than the approved treatment plan. I mean, let's face it, at the at the approved treatment work, we wouldn't need clinical trials, right? Right. Uh, and it, it's, it's, it, it's, a, it's a complex problem. For those patients, uh, maybe who are being diagnosed, you know, um, maybe what's some advice for, for the next generation sequencing testing, the NGS testing that we're talking about? Um, for that, you know, the genetic testing to identify that met mutation. Um, you know, do you have any suggestions um, for those patients that maybe their physician hasn't recommended it yet or just maybe giving them some education on the importance of that? Well, every lung cancer patient and every cancer patient, we deal with more than just lung. I mean, I, I have, yeah. well, with that, they'd have bile ducts, all kinds of places. So this is more than just lung cancer. But everybody with cancer should be tested. There are so many treatments out there, and you can't match the treatment to the person without being biomarker tested. And that, you know, and so um, we we want everybody tested. And every time you have progression, you should be tested because the mutation that causes progression might be different than the original driver mutation. So Testing is really, really important. Absolutely. So can you can you share, I think, you know, what are your goals for Met Crusaders and, and moving forward? What what are you hoping to accomplish? Sure. Well, um, I'll I'll give it to you in no specific order. Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 hard to say what's first and what's second. So the the, the first thing that I'd like to do is try to engage with every patient that has a MET mutation because MET crusaders is of no value unless you know about us and you're engaged with So unless we're engaged with you, we can't help you. So that's my number one goal. Um, and it's very difficult uh, to do, but we're working on some strategy. Once we're engaged with uh, people, we want to try to make sure they're being diagnosed properly, um, they're being properly educated, they know how to be their own best advocate, um, how, what, we can, what we can do for them, and uh, make sure that their cancer journey is the best possible scenario. It's the best path available at that specific time. Obviously, it changes over time. So we, we wanna help them with that path, and that includes, like I said, helping them find uh, second opinions, um, educating them about drugs. We're not doctors. We don't tell people what drugs they should or they shouldn't be on, but we can, we can share with them uh, experiences. We have uh, a Met Crusaders Facebook group where patients can talk to patients and have a, a sense of community. That's you know, not the only one that has this 
and they ask questions uh, of each other um, all the time. Uh, I spend more and more of my time with uh, uh, research projects. Uh, we have a cell line project that we're working on. Um, we're helping sponsor a couple of new drugs. Um, uh, we're, we deal with uh, pharmas all the time. I talk to them probably every uh, at least once a month. I'll talk to the pharmas. Make sure that arm needs are first and foremost so that they know we need drugs and what kind of drugs we need. Many times I will speak to their employees um, to let them know what the put a face on the work that they're doing. You know, we we want to help on that journey. It charts the, the absolute right path with that person. Absolutely. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Thank you, Bob. That's good goals. And, and, and patients, you know, every patient deserves that kind of support and the advocacy and, 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 really just the support from from you but also from all of the other members and anybody who that they can rely on and ask questions to so i think that that is fantastic and and what you're doing and your goals are are phenomenal yeah yeah and mansa bio is definitely um happy to collaborate with met crusaders i mean we're we're very excited um, to be helping in any way that we can with the members of the Met Crusaders group and, and um, helping you all find the trials and, and do the pre-screening, like you mentioned, um, you know, the, get, get the process started with what we're able to assist with, with, um, you know, collaborating with you. It, it, we start with the, the pre-screening and then even go all the way through helping the patients get enrolled to the trials. So however we can assist with the members of the Met Crusader group, we're, we're absolutely here as well. Yeah, so, so, I mean, we 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 will work with uh, patients with uh, compassionate use. Uh, sometimes they can't even get into a trial, and they they need a drug, and so we work with the farmers for compassionate use. Sometimes they can't they can't afford the cost of biomarker uh, comprehensive biomarker testing, and so we'll work with the groups to to try to get those tests for. So there's there's this. On the trial, I mean, there's all this financial support system that you have to try to get so that so these tools are available. Because even though they may be available, they may not be able to afford it. And, I, and the thing with clinical trials, I've seen this a couple of times. Sometimes a patient will just say, I give up because they worry about the financial ruin of their family. You know, that just devastate, they, 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 it's, it's horrible. It's just horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, that's, uh, I think we definitely, we all here recognize, uh, you know, the importance of advocating for that patient. I mean, end to end, um, I know that's, that's part of where, where your passion comes from, uh, where the massive bio passion comes from and, and trying to help these patients end to end, you know, get pre-screened, but also get enrolled. But what does the enrollment consist of and, and what questions do they have? Like you said, financial support. Um, so I think we're all on the same page there as far as recognizing the importance and, and trying to assist these patients however we can. Yeah. yeah. All right, John. Well, this was uh, really great. Uh, we loved hearing more of your story. Um, thank you for sharing that with us. Uh, I think that's great for, um, you know, other patients out there. Uh, and talking about your experience in clinical trials, I think that's very helpful. 
and for patients who have questions and then also just bringing more attention to met crusaders in general um you know we definitely want to be able to help all those patients and get in touch with you and and uh utilize your services so um, you know, as we wrap up, do you have any um, suggestions for patients out there uh, and uh, these kind of next steps or just um, advice uh, that you can give them? Well, I would say the number one thing I would tell people is, and I know that this this is difficult. I mean, people are thrown into this a situation they've never been in before. It's a life and death situation. They just it doesn't compute. They're just they just go in a kind of shock, but somehow you have to transcend that and learn to be your own best advocate. You have to ask questions. You have to be a partner with the doctor. Um, you can't just say yes to everything. Ask lots of questions. If you feel uncomfortable about anything, get a second opinion. Uh, and if you're worried about the doctor getting this feeling hurt or feelings hurt, you got the wrong doctor. Uh, because it's all about you, not about them. Absolutely. I love that. Thank you so much, John. My pleasure. That's great advice. <laughs> awesome. Well, great. Well, thank you so much, John, again, for, for taking the time and being here with us today. 